1: Uh, who is the boss? It's time for Must Have Scene TV, the podcast dedicated to the sitcoms of the 20th century. From my Love Lucy to News Radio, I'm your TV guy, Brett White, and I'm also a reporter producer for Decider.com, and you are currently listening to part four of the quarantine era, which means there is no music, there is no audio clips, there is just straightforward audio coming into your ears, because otherwise it would take me... I would never get an episode done, because I would just be fiddling around with editing, and I just want to get as many episodes into your ears as fast as possible, because you need distractions, I need distractions, my guests need distractions! And my guests today are Adam (laughs) Bozarth. Hello. (laughs) And Anna Rubinova.
2: Hello. (laughs) Thank you for the distraction.
1: Jesus Christ, yeah, I lost my mind in that intro. That has not happened yet, doing (laughs) these
2: podcast kept, kept my mind off things that's for sure
3: yeah well Yeah. i don't remember why i'm sad all the time all of a sudden well so y'all are quarantined together in los angeles let's <laughs> we are yes
1: we're slowly yes. crawling out of the bog of depression and we'll get to who's the boss in a hot sec um yeah how's it going it's going uh,
3: comparatively well. You know. We are not in a war zone like you are right now. So Is it? We, we I, I feel haven't left. Lucky.
1: I have not left my apartment in a month and five days.
2: Really? So I you have, really have not set. You have not traversed no. outside of your apartment building so, or even your apartment unit. Guys, guys. I oh no. I I know the dates. So my
1: last day in office was March sixth. Mm-hmm. I was in home all weekend, then I went in on March 10th to do a taping, and then I came home on March 17th, I went to the grocery store, came back. So since March 6th, I have left my apartment building twice, to go to the city once on the 10th, and to go to a grocery store on the 17th. Wow. Uh, that is why I am screaming and doing so many Instagram lives. Sure. <laughs> and recording episodes of this podcast every fucking night.
3: <laughs> yeah see i quit instagram two months ago like I, I didn't bother deleting my account i just stopped posting i deleted the app from my phone and when this happened i thought oh now i have to i have to re-up i have to download it again because i need to see what everyone's up to and then i realized i don't but yeah.
1: it's the only way i'm seeing people it's my only connection to the world well aside from this
3: yeah, I just I don't want to see any more people.
1: Oh, okay. So yeah, this is good. <laughs> then. Yeah,
2: I, I I thought like I, I'm they're... on a
3: Zoom. I'm on a Zoom like four times, seventy times a day. Oh, really?
2: With who? Yeah.
3: Colleagues.
2: Everyone. Oh wow. No one. Everyone. everyone. And you then know for
3: fun. And then for fun, we do we do Zoom hangs. You know, we do Jackbox games or whatever. Like I, I, I really don't want to. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to look at a screen any 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 longer. I want to do the more. The future of this.
2: is a lot like Back to the Future Part Two, where Biff Tannen is president, and you do everything on a video screen. Oh God, <laughs> including getting fired by email. Wait, did that happen? Oh, we don't have to get. Yeah, in. remember he gets like a fax that oh, just no, says you're mean, fired. Did that happen to one of y'all? Is what I'm saying. Ah, no. Well, uh, <laughs> fingers we'll, crossed. Yeah, we'll see. Who knows? <laughs> are you still,
3: are you still working?
1: Oh, I'm working. Nothing is nothing. Nothing stops. I am busier. That is the... I'm, yeah. I'm getting emails from PR people being like, there's nothing new in theaters for you to review and you must be like, have nothing to do. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. I have done yeah. more interviews, phone inter Skype interviews and shit. Well, Zoom interviews, yeah. audio, with yeah. more people in the past month than I have in the past year. It yeah. is... PRs, they're working overtime. There's, it, it is uh, kind of driving me crazy. I'm uh, losing my mind a little. There bit.
2: is a reason that everybody didn't work remotely, and it wasn't be- not because it was impossible. It's just that it takes a lot of cleanup. You know, <laughs> I think I think no matter what industry you're in, if you are working remotely, you are you are probably ninety percent of your job, ninety percent of your time at your job is just cleaning up the work. <laughs> Yeah. Your co-workers didn't, or whoever, the non-professional j- that's getting you their work as best they can, you know. We're, through, a night- we're in a nightmare. It is a nightmare. It's um, a, so a time-wasting nightmare.
1: That is why this week, at the request of Stats 1203, the first time I'm ever doing a request, this is a year overdue. Apologies. <laughs> um, if you want to request an episode for me to cover, literally just write a review in iTunes and request an episode and... As long as it aired before December 31st, 1999, I will do it. Hopefully. <laughs> we'll see. Um, we are traveling to February 19th, 1985. Beverly Hills Cop rolled the box office. Careless Whisper by Wham! Topped the charts. And ABC aired the Who's the Boss episode, Eye on Angela. Adam and Anna, you must have seen Eye on Angela before today. I It,
3: it does seem very familiar. Ah. I have vague... I have vague mem- memories of who's the boss and that one in particular.
1: So, yeah, when I gave you a list of 80 sitcoms, you both like who's the boss was the overlap. So are you are y'all um are y'all boss heads? from way back
2: <laughs> was any it's, this show reminds me of those shows that are on now it's which was like who's who actually is watching this except for like kids who are waiting for another show to come on television yep. <laughs> that was my memory of who's the boss it was kind of like either something i was enjoying has just ended or i'm waiting for something i do enjoy to start so were you I, watching so I, it in first run? I mean, this aired from 85 to 92. So were you watching reruns? No, no.
3: Syndication. Syndication? 100%. I mean, yeah. it, it was like The Simpsons, Who's the Boss? I Love Lucy. Okay. Perfect Strangers. Like, these were just on, and I had no idea that some things were off the air, some things were currently... Go- like, I had no idea Saturday Night Live was still on air until I was 14, because I had just been watching, like, you know... The David Spade years, yeah, or whatever, on Comedy Central, Central
1: reruns—the hour-long episodes that make every episode seem like it's genius—and then you forget. <laughs> oh no, they edited out a half hour of garbage. in This, uh, yeah, I never watched <laughs> Who's the Boss growing up because um, it all, wasn't. A, I was
3: just home all the time, especially during the summer, so I had nothing to do but watch TV.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I the TV was my literal only friend um, until I was a freshman in high school. Uh, but i guess i just didn't pay attention to it in reruns it also wasn't on nick at night which is i was obsessed with nick at night and so who's the boss was too new at the time to be on nick at night so a lot of 80s sitcoms are this black hole for me memory hole for me they're uh sure. they're a blind spot that's a blind the spot <laughs> they're yeah. a blind spot for me because they it's
3: where light uh, cannot escape. Yeah. You yeah. Your ignorance is so yeah.
1: dense that light <laughs> bends around it. <laughs> Judith Light cannot bend around it. <laughs> Judith Light cannot escape. <laughs> no Judith Light can't escape. From yeah, so I, my, my Tony Danza knowledge was all taxi because I watched Taxi a ton as a kid.
2: I, yeah. Oh never saw taxi. Yeah. Yeah, this doesn't come across as the second the second go round for you know a sitcom star. You know what I mean? But it. <laughs> This is his like, uh this is his show. Th- 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 yeah, this is his show. He, yeah, he was a late addition to Taxi. Yeah.
3: What did Judith Light do before? Who's the boss? I
2: what, should have looked resume? that up. <laughs> Judith
1: Light Wikipedia <laughs> yeah. enter.
3: Oh, when- by the way, um uh I I was curious how old everybody was by the end of the episode just like you know how old is Judith Light in, in that episode? Yeah. It turns out she's thirty six. <gasps> Tony Danza's thirty four, <gasps> which means they are both Adam and I's age. Yeah,
2: but just reversed. Flipped, yeah, God. <laughs> um, <laughs> which I think, and is, they
3: look ten years older. And I'm sorry. Yeah, no, <laughs> the to it say which, that. the
1: eighties and seventies, like you got aged
2: hard. I think the clothes does that. I think the yeah. clothing and the hairstyle does that a lot where it makes you just look older. And also- And the like, anemia. Yeah, <laughs> and growing up in that age, well, that's just, what older people look like, so you just kind of assume, oh, that's what's, they're 60 years Everyone old. just
3: smoked, right? Yeah, everyone like, smoked, nobody wore sunscreen, nobody everywhere. did yoga. The skin's
2: bad. So beforehand, she was on
1: One Life to Live, the soap opera for six years. Also before that, she, I think she was also a theater actress- Mus- yeah. yeah, Broadway. She yes. was a Broadway person, then went to soaps, and then this.
3: Oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. makes sense.
1: Yeah. So this week on Must Have Seen TV, we're going to be talking about the Who's the Boss episode Eye on Angela. It is the 17th episode of season one, it was written by Ellen Giles and directed by John Boab. Here's how Amazon describes the episode. Tony and Angela have a lot of explaining to do when television's Eye on Hartford discovers them in a rather compromising position. Adam and Anna, how accurate is that description?
2: Oh boy. Uh it's accurate, but That's it. but like this this is from another time, Brett. <laughs> this is from a complete Wait, can we go back for a sec? Yeah.
3: Catherine Kathryn Helmand. Katherine Helmand, the, the mom Mona, um, is the same age in that episode as like uh what's her face from
2: Oh no. Wait, Betty White um, or
3: Julianne Moore.
2: Oh, God. Like Julianne Moore now? A current Julianne Moore?
3: Oh, I can't hear either of you. Are you guys still there?
2: Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, Julianne Moore, like today's Julianne Moore.
3: Yeah, today's Julianne Moore is the same age as Catherine Hellman in that episode.
2: That is wild. And uh, she looks like she could be Julianne Moore's mother. That's now that now there's a remake. If we're gonna bring this oh, show no, back fuck to TV. Me.
3: Uh no, no, no. Julianne Moore is three years older currently <laughs> than
2: <laughs> Oh Lord. Sure, I, yeah, it is hard living. I back think it then. stands. I think it stands. We get it back. I mean, Julianne Moore can be the new Mona. Yeah. Let's let's do that. So let's think about that. The theme song
1: is kind of a non entity. I don't remember a note of it. And I've watched you this, really, episode twice. this is
2: this is ac- the theme song is actually the thing I kind of remembered the most wow like I today before we watched it, I was just sort of I don't know the lyrics because I don't think anybody actually knows the lyrics they might not actually exist you see but <laughs> it's but the theme that the, is that Taking a chance and I've got a van. Tony Kansas the... in the shower. What?
1: The early '80s were weird because sitcoms <laughs> went to being like light FM soft rock hits as opposed to like a theme song. <laughs> like the Family yeah. Ties theme song is just like this is just like a uh, I don't know yeah. a um a Richard Marx
2: ballad. <laughs> yeah, they're very Christopher Crossy. Yeah, and but then like um. Uh, family matters though, yeah,
1: and then it like that just takes it up a notch because like family matters, a full house is like, no, nah, we're gonna go full
2: out. It's gonna be full up yeah. power ballad. Ugh. It sounds like the same, but it's definitely the genre of theme song music. <laughs> like yeah. you hear that kind of song, and it's like, oh, this is a theme song.
1: I do like that Tony Danza's like hero shot is in the shower, <laughs> right? Two camera, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is. <laughs> <laughs> soaking wet. I just love like the show knows where the bread is buttered and is buttered on those abs. <laughs> mm-hmm. There
3: were there uh, we did see those abs in this episode a lot. Um, I was is is that why you?
1: <laughs> no, I mean I was taken aback by. I'm not used to seeing someone that good looking on a sitcom. <laughs>
2: yeah, like, I was. I I've forgotten that he looked that good. Yeah.
3: No, I'm like Wait, have you not seen any sitcoms? No, but I'm talking about
2: like
1: face-wise, yes, but like body wise? No. Like
3: I'm sure the new girl has like a threshold, you know, like you can't you can't enter this show without being yay hot, you know? <laughs> well but
1: like see it like Jake Johnson hot. Jake Johnson is like head hot. I mean he is all body hot to me, but he is like
3: What about Joey from Friends? He his body is not
1: ripped like Tony Danza's is because Tony Danza's a yeah. boxer. He's got that boxer bod. Like Joey still yeah, looks like he drinks. Yes. Yeah, he has that
3: starving athlete look.
1: <laughs> yeah, Joey has starving actor slash drinking heavy bod. <laughs> right, right. He's <laughs> but, kinda, he's but, a little bit like chubby. Tony
2: Tony's an ex. Tony's an ex uh, football uh, uh, baseball player. Oh, is that his character's an ex baseball that, player? I looked that up. Oh. He's a he's. He, due to an injury, he had to retire from baseball, which, you know, eh, that means uh, a sitcom is based on you, as you is know, back in the 80s. Is that tattoo is for? <laughs> yeah, I think it might have been. If you, yeah, I think there was a lot of ex-baseball players that Cheers. were- yeah. Yeah, like, that got sitcom. Yeah. I did
1: notice that one of the, the producers' name is literally Bud Weiser. Bud Weiser, yes. Like,
0: it, what? <laughs> That's yeah, like, it
2: makes it like, like, Pete Bonaire's. Pete P- Boners, yeah, Pete Boners. Yeah, Pete Bo- lo- yeah, yeah. P- Boners, yeah, it looks like Pete Boners God. with a Z, so it's extra wacky. But.
1: <laughs> it's it's just such a weird, it's almost like the opening credits are prank calling you every week in a way. <laughs> <laughs> Produced by Mr. Weiser. Wiser who? Bud Weiser. Uh, Amanda Hug and Kiss? Yeah. <laughs> no, Amanda Hug and Kiss was a, super, was a line producer on Designing Women. <laughs> um... <laughs> So the episode does it it starts with uh Angela coming
2: in, right? Yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They're all hanging out at home. They're
1: all hanging out at home. Her son Jonathan has made a like a map of Italy using oregano and stuff. Because I guess it's like a school project or something. <laughs> Is yeah, she,
2: I guess yeah. I didn't she, get that either. I I don't know, yeah.
3: Yeah, I, I thought I thought Tony did it.
2: Oh, maybe Tony did it. He was very proud of it, I know. Tony helped.
3: By the way, I'm going to confuse actor names with uh character names this entire podcast. So. Please.
1: Please, 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 please. I mean Tony we're gonna get right no matter what.
3: I do it is weird
1: that when Angela comes in, she says, Hello, extended family, like family and extended family. I guess is that just her being very open and warm towards Tony and Alyssa Milano, I guess. Samantha. I guess so. Yeah. yeah, that's very. Yeah, why not? It's very is weird. That,
2: it, that is what rich people who let their, you know, who have their um, support staff move into their house do. Yeah, just start calling you like. Okay, family. so so you are my family the now. Sitcom, <laughs> sorry,
3: the premise of this sitcom. Sorry, the premise of the sitcom is basically just the nanny, right? Uh yeah.
2: <laughs> but okay, both, so but the but nanny, ten 10 the nanny before. stole.
3: Who's the boss? Right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um. But the nanny was also very, like, contentious. In like, And this feels very sweet. Everybody seems to be <laughs> on the same team.
1: Except for the you mom, know? which is very, like, this is a, uh, can, Mona, like, uh, Angela's mom, Mona, is, like, she loves her daughter, but also loves fucking with her. To a, yeah, to an in, to a weird degree. It's a it's a yeah, they have yeah. a weird it, relationship. In
3: this episode, though, she was you know she protected her daughter. She sticks up so for her. It was hard to tell. Although I think yeah. she does
1: say at the end, like if anyone's gonna mess up your life, it's gonna be me or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah, just yeah. a fun mom yeah, quip. Just good mom stuff. Um, so Angela comes in because she's excited because the produce she's gonna be on TV because. Bobby Barnes of Ion Hartford, right? It's Ion Hartford. Um, yeah. Wants to do a segment on like women that can have it all, work and have kids. Um, yeah. yeah. She was
3: one of two at the time. <laughs>
1: yeah. It, it It's such a weird <laughs> little story. Uh, and It's really fun because she's like mothers that are like so selfless with their children. And Jonathan's like, look what I made. She's like, yes, that's a nice boot. Anyway, like. Yeah, she's, she's just brushing guy. her little like mop it aside. It's a good little kid actor, right? Um,
3: can we just uh, say right off the bat, Bobby is a shit producer and anchor. Oh God, uh, I don't understand her. She doesn't have a good eye for story. No. This so this is
1: like the overall weird thing about this is Bobby Barnes, played by Betty White, is the host yeah. of this show, and at one point, well, no, throughout the entire first two acts. She doesn't want to do this story. she thinks this she has contempt for the fact that she is doing this story. it seems, but then at the yeah. end of the episode, she tells Mona I have utter like control uh, like editorial control over my show, yeah, and it's like, well then why are
2: you doing this episode? <laughs> well, there is something I noticed about this is just that like they used to get t v shows used to get. Well, no, the The greater point I think I want to make is TV shows get everything wrong, even portraying what it's like to make TV. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, this sitcom, they know what, they know how TV is made. They should understand, like maybe, maybe I'm, this is my 21st century bias where we can kind of <laughs> look up how anything is made or produced. But, like, they should kind of understand, like, a TV crew doesn't show up at fucking 7.30 in the morning. <laughs> like Unannounced, like, basically. It just
3: barges upstairs. Yeah. And,
2: and they don't do prof... Nobody does profiles of just people on the... Uh, the whole thing was just so convoluted. Well, even, like,
1: Bobby Barnes should have a segment producer that is doing all of this work.
2: <laughs> right. Because <laughs> she shows up... For five minutes? That's another thing about TV shows, like, (laughs) sitcoms, is there's a character who shows up to have a five-minute conversation. Hi, I came across town just to to be an asshole in your house. Gotta go.
1: (laughs) Got dressed, drove here. So I also wanted to point out, like, what Angela is wearing at the beginning of this episode, because it is, it's crazy to me. She's wearing, like, it's all, like, head-to-toe, like, mauve fuchsia, like, the crayon in the box, but her waist mm-hmm. is snatched like hourglass figure. Her waist is snatched with this like leather belt. And like the vest she's wearing has looks like butterfly wings like that are like flowing. Over. Yeah, it's such a she looks kind of like, I don't know, like a villain from Power Rangers in a weird way. <laughs> <laughs> it's got kind of that vibe. But right. so she like tells her family like, oh, Bobby Barnes wants to do a whole segment on like women that can like. She was at my office and she saw me taking phone calls and sometimes two, at, two at once. Yeah. And Mona has a really good line where she's like, oh wow, they can show that on television. Like <laughs> I think she is the she gets some good lines Pretty in. Good.
3: Wait, what can they show on television?
1: You know, all the all the salacious, you know, um office Answering work. Answering two phones at a time. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> But I think that, um, what's her, wait, what is Mona's name again? I totally blanked. Catherine Hellman, right? Yeah, Catherine Hellman. Yes. She's, she's a, she gets all the good lines, I think. Yeah.
3: Yeah. There's something to, like, I kind of clocked when Bobby comes in that, like, immediately it's like old lady versus old lady. Oh, Like, yeah. There can't be two old ladies in the same room without there being a rivalry within the first five seconds. I wrote down
1: Clash of the Titans um, in my notes about the Helmand v White because, like, right. uh, Angela's like she's coming over. And by
3: the way, when I say old, when I say old lady, I mean their interpretation of an old lady. Yeah. Uh, who's been around the block and knows a thing or two, or whatever <laughs> the fuck, and who's like fifty-five?
1: Yeah, I mean, we've <laughs> established we that they are both way younger than we thought. Yeah, like
3: wait, Betty no, White. how old was Betty White?
1: Uh, this is nineteen eighty.
3: She's still alive, so she must have been in her thirties. No,
2: uh, I know she's been Betty old White forever. For she's been yeah, no, old for fifty years, Betty White. Like so the she was born in nineteen
1: twenty-two, so this is nineteen eighty-five minus nineteen twenty-two. She was 63. 63 still. At this time, yeah. That's still. Mm hmm. Um, wow. So, like, she says uh, Bobby Barnes is coming over. They all freak out. Tony, like, runs up. He, like, Puts on a really nice sweater vest and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he
0: does
2: a quick change and puts on a sweater because he wants to look nice. Yeah. for this like Barbara Walters local Barbara Walters local-esque sort of character. <laughs> I don't
3: I don't get the criticism there. If someone ca- showed up to your house with cameras, like I'm on a Zoom and I put on lipstick two seconds. Okay, ago. yeah,
2: that's true. Yeah. <laughs> if some, if it someone seemed <laughs> like he was like he wanted to like. Well, Get, he like he wanted to like charm Bobby Barnes. He until is a like
1: Bobby Barnes stand because he says that each one of her segments are twelve minutes long. I can time my muffins to them.
0: Like, right, <laughs> he, yeah. he, he
1: watches her every day while he's baking. It's like, oh, he's a big man and he bakes and watch Bobby Barnes. Cool. Um,
3: yeah. So Bobby all Barnes, her exposes on on praying mantis. Yes. <laughs> what a weird <laughs> show. And powerful women oh, in the industry. Also, what time of
1: day do? The, it comes on during the day, but at the end, it looks like they're watching it at night. But I guess that's just my...
3: She must have two shows. She must have a day show, and she must have a nightly show. <laughs> Bobby well, Barnes at night. Segment. Yeah, so
2: I On, yeah, it airs after the 7 o'clock news, yeah. before My Mother the Car.
1: It's the Baywatch Nights of... <laughs> uh, so so she... now
2: a half an hour with Bobby
1: Barnes. <laughs> So, like, she comes in. I like that, so, like, the doorbell rings. Angela opens the door, and it's this really interesting moment where, like, we as the audience at home can see that it's Betty White, but then she, when she enters, when she crosses the threshold into yes, view yeah. of the physical audience who was there in 1985, then they, like, uproarious, like, applause. Oh, I think, I think that's yeah. when they oh, hit the it applause Oh, and it hasn't been button. sweetened. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
3: it hasn't been sweetened at all, no, I'm sure. Oh,
1: no, Okay, it probably, but, like, if I am in a studio audience and you try out, Betty White, I'm losing my mind. Like, yeah <laughs> i'm like yeah. losing it because at this point she's already been on mary teller moore show which i talked about uh last week with jeremy bent and diana mccory um great performance on that she was also on match game a bunch uh password um every tv show in the 50s
2: <laughs> like yeah i right, had but she
3: was also a movie star yeah I, I like, forgot
2: she that she was working this that sort of like Nasty old broad sort of thing for a long time. Yeah. Like, you know, this is essentially Sue Ann from Mary Tella Moore, but not as sharp, is right. essentially what yeah. this character is. But this character is like mean and horny and. Yeah. Oh, and also, so at this point, she's also on Mama's Family. So, like,
1: she was a regular on Mama's Family for the first two years and then it got canceled. Right and but like in the one year that it was off between being canceled and me picked up for syndication, she got Golden Girls. So this is happening. Wait, can I? Yeah,
3: I I'm on Wikipedia and I'm just like shocked. <laughs> There's a like random paragraph quote after the war, White made rounds to movie studios looking for work, but was always turned down because she was quote unphotogenic. She then, (laughs) so then she started to look for radio jobs where being photogenic did not matter.
1: (laughs) There's some authorial voice coming through on that Wikipedia page. (laughs) Uh, But just
3: any, any, any bio that starts with, after the war.
1: Yeah, God, that's how old, like.
3: We know what war.
1: Yeah. She is like, she is literally the first lady of television. It's. Yeah. It is crazy, and she's still with us, um, hopefully forever. Uh, hopefully she's a Time Lord. Um,
3: yeah, she started at uh, three months after her high school graduation. Oh, my
1: God.
2: Jeez. Jesus Take Christ. Take day off, Betty.
3: Ugh.
1: So, uh, basically, like, Bobby Barnes comes in and is just, like, unimpressed with literally everyone. They introduce, like, Mona makes a catty remark. Someone says, oh, no, that's my mother. And then she's like, well, we all have to be something. Like, it's... it's she yeah,
2: yeah just openly rude yeah. Except- also, there was that one thing where like uh, I forgot what the setup was. Oh oh oh, Tony says like hey, I'm her housekeeper and she and she goes yeah and ha- I'm Geraldo Rivera yeah,
0: <laughs> which is yeah.
2: that that 1980s like cheap reference thing where all somebody has to do would be like yeah and I'm <laughs> blank uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> Wait, but also. That that does not uh, like.
2: It didn't make sense.
3: She wants to be Geraldo Rivera. She I'm should. assuming because he's a very famous journalist. So is she saying that Tony would rather be a housekeeper than this like hot lady's husband?
1: <laughs> uh, maybe Bobby Barnes thinks she's better than Geraldo.
3: But the, so the, she's, when she says, huh, I'm Geraldo Rivera, that means I'm a trash heap. I'm, yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm a big I'm bag a of nobody. trash. I'm nobody.
3: I'm a loser. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, so the, the, I think the most egregious thing she maybe does is when they introduce her to like, oh, and that's uh, Samantha. That is um Tony's daughter. She walks over, sits down next to her and says, getting to sit in the living room with the rest of the family. You must be so excited. And it's like,
3: jeez
2: i yeah. do like that oh, mona calls connecticut. her
1: connecticut yeah mona like calls her out of like yes after she eats her gruel she can get 10 minutes with us like <laughs> it's like such a weird assumption on uh, bobby barnes's part
3: is that just because she's a girl or because she's the daughter of the poor guy i
1: think yeah i think it's because she's like daughter of the help i think it's like a Bobby Barnes, I guess, is assuming there's an upstairs-downstairs kind of thing going on. Yeah. And, so yeah, she, she
3: switches really fast. Yeah, yeah, she... she goes from, yeah. I don't believe you're not her husband, to this spawn of Satan right here doesn't deserve to be in the same room as everybody else. Shoo-shoo.
1: <laughs> Shoo-shoo. Uh, so Jonathan, the the son, uh, is like, I want to watch Valley Ghouls. They're all <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Um, That's really great. So the kids go upstairs to watch Valley Ghouls. And that is when uh, Bobby Barnes... Says like so, she asks like, "Well, I don't really care where you hired him from. Who gets him now?" <laughs> About Tony, yeah, horny, and like, like, like he's a pass around. Like they're just all taking turns with a uh, Tony, um, Michelli. Yeah, Michelli. Yeah, but
3: Mona does the same thing. They all yes, that is also
1: him. wild. So like, yeah. Then later on, she's she's like, oh, can I stay over? Because I like, just want to be here when, you know, I want to be here when the camera gets here. And Tony's like, I have a double bed. She's like, oh, really? like, it's very like the fingers come out like. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a weird thing. They all just I mean, obviously, look at him. Why wouldn't you want to get with that?
2: Yeah, I think it just he brings it out of everybody else, you know she probably went home she in the car bobby barnes is probably like why did i say that i shouldn't have said that <laughs>
1: oh, i'm a professional oh <laughs> that's a, he was at work
2: <laughs> i was
1: at work he was at work this is why my segment producer should do these things <laughs> <laughs> so so after they like kind of like push bobby barnes out like okay we're cool so then they all watch the valley ghouls they watch it downstairs mm-hmm. and it's just yeah. like a really stupid kind of like i guess well what year would into Valley into Girls Galleria. have to be from? Because I would say Valley it's kind of it era. Yeah, it seems like it is a kind of like '50s beach kind of thing, but it's set at the mall, so therefore it has to be the '80s.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, those are definitely Valley Girls yeah. getting killed with credit cards. Yeah, um, in the they, were, they kept saying, "Don't the go two into the Galleria," being like, "Don't in go Burbank. into the
3: Galleria and watch out for the credit card." <laughs>
1: So the kids agree this is lame AF. And so they like just go upstairs. But then afterwards, Mona's like, I want to stay. I'm scared. But she lives across the street or like on the property, is what they. I did not know that. She like, they're like, you live like five steps away. But she needs to stay. Yeah. Because we have to have bum bum bum. We have to have a bedroom like switcheroo. So. Well, before that happens, Mona, like, she basically like fake vampire bites Angela's neck. (laughs) Like when she's like playing with her and she's like, I'm not scared at all. And then she like scampers. It's kind of like her mom is like Kimmy Gibbler or something. Like her mom is the nutty next door neighbor. It's very rare that you see a mom have that role. It's very interesting. What a choice. Who's the wait, boss? No,
3: that's that's not true. That also happened in, in the nanny.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. No, the mama, the um, nanny is a is a Wow, is this just the nanny? I,
3: wait, no. <laughs> or is Nanny just who's also, the boss? Um, nanny. Yeah. The Way the Wayans brothers, I remember the dad was super wacky. Um on family matters. Like, grandma, oh, grandma had all the good lines. Mm, oh, I guess like, so.
1: Like, so that is true. If you're a grandma on a sitcom, you are going to be single and ready to mingle
3: or just funny. Yeah. Like, even on the Golden Girls, right? Sophia, is it Estelle? Yeah. who's like the whack? Oh, Sophia's the, the wackiest Getty. or whatever. Yeah,
1: so yeah, so yeah. like Mona is the comic relief of the show, which I applaud. Um, so did y'all keep track of the like bedroom hopping that goes on? Because, yeah, yeah, Buzz was like,
3: I don't understand what's (laughs) happening. And I'm like, well, eventually, Tony and Angela have to end up in the same bed, obviously. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Like, this is all this. This entire sitcom is finding ways to get them in the same bed (laughs) or in the same shower or in the same, like, pot of soup. Is that what this
2: show is? Pot of soup? is that them constantly just being? I don't know. Once like they run out to to of ideas of how naked. to get them yeah. naked
3: together, I assume a monster's try to eat them, and they. I don't know.
2: <laughs> I thought so, I was doing a couple's massage with fucking Johnny Unitas. What are you doing here? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the great Johnny
1: Unitas guest episode of Who's the Body Nice? He was. Is there she an episode
3: where Tony? <laughs> Sorry, Rosa. Is there an episode where Tony and Angela end up like frozen in tundra and have to like get naked and use each other's bodies for oh, warmth? Oh, maybe that's hilarious. That to sounds me. like a
1: good Christmas episode. <laughs> so Again, he's stuck in the frozen tundra. <laughs> <laughs> so Jonathan sleeps with Jonathan sleeps in Tony's room with Tony. So Mona mm-hmm. sleeps in Jonathan's room. Then Samantha has a nightmare, so she goes to sleep with Angela. Um, Samantha then hogs all the covers So Angela goes to Samantha's room Tony is snoring So Jonathan wakes him up and tells him Samantha had a nightmare So he just go- naturally goes to Samantha's room Even though Samantha is actually in Angela's room So now Samantha and Tony are sleeping in the same bed Oh my god
3: Is yes. this an SAT question? <laughs> yes, it's is is- like
2: <laughs> It's a simile If Angela has uh, If Angela has enough space in her house to have two bedrooms two extra bedrooms yeah to give to her housekeeper and his daughter she definitely has an extra duvet (laughs) (laughs) just Just grab it (laughs) and go back to sleep and you don't have to go to a whole separate bed yeah (laughs)
1: it is so like what is the dad's story on who's the boss that's i don't know any of the backstory i feel like i'm
2: a bad i think maybe they both are widowers or some shit like that nobody can actually get divorced (laughs) Um, yeah he
3: he talks he talks to the kids through a crystal
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's i'm the boss
1: it would be really cool to do a re-edit of who's the boss just inserting those scenes in (laughs) <laughs> like I'm just like every time a character comes in from a from another door like we see what's happening on the other side of the door and it's just like a crystal floating or something <laughs> let's find a let's find a little girl that looks just like Alyssa Milano circa 85 and make this happen
2: oh if we could do that Wait, what
3: was that sitcom where that actually happened
2: um where a crystal was telling people that, like Mark and Mindy is that what you're thinking of yeah there were no, Mark no, and Mi- it was like the not-
3: 80s or 90s 80s or 90s show, blonde girl. Uh, I forget the actress. Oh,
1: um, small, not small wonder. Is it smaller small wonder she was a Out robot. Out of this
2: world. Out of this world, right?
3: Out of this world.
2: Yeah, she could stop yeah. time with her fingers, like Zach yes. Morris,
3: which is another trope. Yeah, Zach yeah. Morris
2: also a time stopper. Yeah, very strange. Kids in the 80s were stopping time. Love, love, Wait, stopping could, time. Could
3: Will could Will do that too?
2: Will Smith, I think, could, but they. They didn't let him by the time he was on TV. They are like, we got to stop doing this. It's irresponsible use of
1: time control. (laughs) We're going to break the continuum. Yeah, we Uh, can't
2: show smoking on TV anymore and no more time stopping.
1: No. It's too bad of an influence. Uh, so they've, they're they asleep. They sleep all night. Sleep soundly. The camera crew arrives bright and early. And this is where we find out that basically Bobby Barnes hates this assignment that I think she has given herself because she's like, we're here early to see like, I don't know if she flosses <laughs> like it's. Uh, and even like the cameraman, his yeah. one line is just dripping with disdain. <laughs> I can't remember what that line was. Ugh. Yeah.
3: I just don't understand who barges. Sorry, uh, let me restart because of my stupid text from Verizon. They wanna, they wanna know they got my money. Um, <laughs> they wanna know. they, hey, they, they had to tell
2: Anna, me. Hey, did we get your money? Hey, we
1: got your money. Don't you worry. We said, <laughs> hey, that's old dirty bastard should license that song if he was still alive. Um, <laughs> does what that mean
3: iPhone? Uh, oh God, I forget. Uh, the oh, just, camera guy barging how rude. in how rude they just how rude. barge in they go upstairs like they just and they're and they're just like yeah let's like even yeah. before they knew there was some sort of sex scandal it's like who the fuck brings a camera into somebody's <laughs> bedroom unannounced sex like without any permission or any, also, any coordination they
1: walk in and they only talk to Jonathan right yeah like they only talk to the youngest child in the house <laughs>
2: Yeah, they let a they follow the directions of a young child. <laughs> That's great, Bobby Barnes. Where's
1: her show? Wasn't going to yeah. happen because uh, she got Golden Girls. Um, but S- meanwhile upstairs, What huh? Me-
3: well, should we talk about when Angela and Tony wake up? Yeah, I'm just
1: saying. Like meanwhile upstairs, and they, they realize wake up. What's going on? Yeah, they wake up and they realize what's going on, and they're like, whoa boy." Um, Tony says, "I came in and I just saw a lump." And Angel's like, don't you think my lump is different from hers? Good line.
2: It's pretty good. Is it?
1: But I it's also
2: it. weird. It's kind of weird. Oh, it's, it's a little a-
1: charged. It is a weird sexually charged line, and that's why it's a good one.
3: Yeah, but it's it also immediately makes you think of the daughter oh, teenage
1: yeah. lumps yeah that is I true don't,
2: I don't like that I don't
3: want I don't want teenage lumps yeah, don't
2: bring my daughter into this even <laughs> though I that's I brought it up even though it's my excuse don't respond to my excuse
1: yeah <laughs> this is where wrote, yeah this is where I wrote in my notes Tony Danza's body is kind of insane <laughs> yeah but then also Angela's nightgown I wrote down like the girls are out <laughs> yeah
2: Yeah. Yeah, Uh, I can see why she was grabbing the duvet. Yeah, I noticed some
1: nipple action. Sure. Oh. In that, like it was like it was it was both of them were there was sexual it was charged. There was charging. You
3: gotta remember you gotta remember TVs were smaller back then. Yeah. Yeah. Only the rich could have seen those nips. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They don't show up in Uh, black and white. Speaking
3: of yeah. Speaking of nips, uh quote, I just love when you put whipped cream on them.
1: <laughs> yeah, so like they're talking about like we're gonna make waffles, and then as they're exiting, of course, the camera crew overhears just that line about the whipped cream. Oh boy. Yeah. And that oh so like they they go back in, they come back out of the room, and Angela's wearing one of Samantha's shirts, I noticed.
2: Yeah, and he and Tony still nothing and still <laughs> no goes out there and stands <laughs> next to her. Yeah. And that that's supposed to be the whole scandal is this woman who's single is having sex with a man. Big shock.
3: Who is also single. Who's, who's also, also single. single.
2: And that's the embarrassing thing, right? That's the shocking Yeah,
3: that's the career ending scandal this is the, of a yeah, lifetime. Like
2: and Angela
1: has why to she's move. like how dare she have sex with a person that's also taking care of her children <laughs> or her child. Yeah.
2: I guess it is weird.
1: I guess the the part where he's her employee, like if she's still paying him money. But while that fucking seems like him. a thing
2: that feels weird now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like back in the 80s, <laughs> that feels like that should have Do you know what I like it's it, it just seems like such a non-scandal they just have to pretend that oh dear, this is embarrassing for you because Maybe. reasons. <laughs> Maybe it's a Connecticut scandal. Maybe it's a Hartford scandal. Like a very Connecticut
1: yeah. scandal. It's a gradation. <laughs> um,
3: oh, did they? Someone said foul and unspeakable, right?
1: Oh yeah. Well, well I can't remember what context.
3: What was it? That, I mean, referring to this whole situation, yeah. but foul and unspeakable. Yeah. Well, and I think I think Angela said it, uh, referring <laughs> to like how her career is going to end and how she's going to be drawn and quartered. And,
1: yeah, because so like after know, the camera yeah. crew like, leaves was... in
3: public or whatever.
1: Yeah, she's. Gonna... I also, I was having a hard time following the um production timeline of this uh, package piece because they were. Right. It seemed like they were treating the camera crew at, in the morning like it was a live feed. But yeah, it, it wasn't like that was they were filming for the package that was going to air that night but there there had it had a very live energy to it because I think she said like I'm here at the house of like
2: well yeah, I think she was just doing she was doing the bit, but they they were acting as if they they couldn't get out of it like they couldn't go, hey, can you turn that off actually
1: yeah. <laughs> it should have been live like let's just rewrite it. Should have been live
2: and they should have had to deal with the the fallout of the two to three million people watching. Can you imagine that sort of thing now where like she has that sort of hammer hanging over her head of like, oh, my God, it's going to be on the news soon. Yeah, She would immediately
3: sue, right? She would immediately sue. She would be able to quit her job because she'd be a millionaire <laughs> just from this one lawsuit. Season two is in a um, whole new mansion. <laughs> she would have her own reality show. Her oh, yeah. children would be famous models. They'd be on they'd be Tony,
2: influencing. Tony would together. have his own reality show for sure. Oh Tony yeah. Tony
3: would have his own cooking show because he's a cook, right? There's his something, own yeah.
2: talk he's show. Really food. He, he did have his own talk be show yeah. on Broadway. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, Tony Danza I know. did, not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I meant Tony.
1: So, like, when um, Angela's freaking out of, like, everyone's going to think that I, like, sleep with my uh, Manny or whatever, and Tony says, hey, you could do worse, and then Mona says, and she has. But I'm bummed. Dang. Love it.
3: Not scandalous. All the people she slept with before this. Yeah, they weren't (laughs) Italian. Uh, Not a scandal. This charming, lovely father.
1: Handsome, adorable baker. Former, Former MLB player, player yeah.
2: You know. Is
3: it the tattoo? Oh, the it's it must it must be so shocking to have a tattoo oh. in eighty five, oh, yes. right? Oh
2: yes, yeah.
1: yeah. On TV,
3: just like on a on a ripped dude's arm. Yeah.
1: Now you can't get the tattoos off TV. Get them off. <laughs> can't. They're all over
3: everybody. <laughs> Everybody's tatted I, I up. I scrub and I scrub <laughs> and they remain.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get uh, Ink Masters off TV
1: Ugh. So Bobby Bobby's back at the house Does Tony call Bobby to come over Because basically he wants to like beg her to get it off Like don't show this um, Yeah but his pleas Don't work What happens is And this is i noticed this is the second time I watched it Mona comes home or Mona enters Through the front door and she's wearing A literal fucking cape <laughs> Yeah like She walks in wearing a cape Ready for a showdown
2: like I remember the capes for some reason was I she remember a cape lady? that she wore some capes and some maybe some half capes and some shawls I remember Mona being a shawl lady a shawl lady okay
1: yeah so like this is a it's a dramatic entrance and <laughs> you know we're about to see a showdown between two divas so it has to be dramatic <laughs>
3: Only an old woman can defeat an old woman.
1: (laughs) Although I guess what, Betty White is 10 years
3: older than her at this point? Yeah. Like six or seven? Yeah, although
1: they don't look, they look the same age or Betty White might look younger. I don't, it's, it's, age is wild.
3: I mean, still unphotogenic as hell. Oh God, yeah, like my (laughs) eyes
1: were hurting the entire time. (laughs) Uh, So this is where we find out that um, Mona has had a plan and- Basically like they they talk around basically like Bobby slept with a station manager who is married in order to get promoted from being a weather bunny to having her own show but in Vermont yeah. that
2: somehow yeah, that somehow she just so Mona Roger just Ailes-y, knew about right? yeah
3: like why does Mona know about the the sex scandal and why is wherever Bobby's from like, basically Fox News. Yeah. Circa 2008.
1: Yeah, that's, that is that is very much the vibe. We don't understand why Mona... We don't know how Mona knows the general manager. Is Mona from Stowe, Vermont? Like, it's... There's right, a lot of... That's a good question. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, behind-the-scenes fanfic that could be written about, like, Mona's journey to the TV station and her... I'm assuming heated one-on-one discussion with the station manager about her
2: daughter's reputation. <laughs> I don't even remember a line even hinting like, "Where do I know you from?" Like that could have no, helped. yeah, nothing. Yeah, so just except
3: for their hatred for each other, instantaneous and all.
2: Oh,
1: there's definitely a prequel trilogy to be made about their Anakin and Obi Wan like fall from fallout. <laughs> uh, so after that meeting,
3: I really thought Tony was in danger. I really thought she was going to harass him. Yeah, Bobby. I could see
1: that. Oh, that would have been a way for the for the tables to turn for the show to go.
2: <laughs>
3: oh, sure. I if the kids you had, you had $1 iPhones million and they were just filming it. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: If like, uh, they set up like a honeypot or a honey trap. What is it? honeypot?
3: Honey
2: trap? An indec- yeah, it's a honeypot. Honeypot? Um, <laughs> An indecent proposal. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, so then they start watching- A,
3: da- a, a most dangerous game. Yeah, yeah. So
1: that- <laughs> you want right? to hunt me for sport? Whoa. <laughs> Angela. Um, that's John Travolta. Uh, so they start watching the show later and they're like totally like prepared for the worst. Everything's going to be awful. <laughs> and all of a sudden they say, like, get ready to watch the strange mating habits of Praying Mantis. She has pulled
3: weird, it. Weird. 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 Because Praying Mantises are known for decapitating yeah. their mates. Yes. Right? Is there some. They're. There's barely a joke in there. Somehow, in the writers' room, they were like, "It's a story about a sex scandal." So, praying mantis? Question <laughs> mark.
1: <laughs> it was the
2: placeholder, and
1: they just never
2: got there.
3: That whole show feels like a placeholder.
2: To be honest, the Ion Ion Hartford or whatever it is feels like they don't have stories, but just topics. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like... it's, just, it's very much like coffee
1: talk. Like, let me just put this out there: praying let mantises. Put... <laughs> so much yourself. just, just talk <laughs> about <it. laughs> yeah
3: wait Bobby 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 can we ask you what's your what's your plan for the week so you got you got a sex scandal with a a hot marketing brought then you got praying mantis <laughs> yeah. then you got the cakes of stover I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, how
2: butter works um
3: yeah then you've got uh, McMillian scandal back.
1: <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah there's a lot going on I did note that at this point Mona is wearing some killer ass boots. Like they're like knee high black leather like stilette. Like they're like killer boots. Mona is maybe a fashion icon of the show.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
3: I mean, Angela's also Yeah. Hot, right? Like her whole thing. Yeah.
1: I I mean you know I wouldn't I was too busy looking at Tony um, at this at this point she's wearing this like
3: well Tony wasn't wearing clothes yeah. <laughs> Angela <laughs> Angela's dresses were really cool yeah yeah
1: well she was wearing at this point like a um, velour tracksuit like a green like a forest green yeah. velour tracksuit that honestly looks very comfortable right now and the Some ribbons order. in her hair I think yeah yeah uh, at the end. Betty White says something about, like, well, she says something about kinky little critters. Yeah. Like, good night to all you kinky little critters out there. And Tony's like, hey, she mentioned you, like, to Angela. She
2: mentioned you after all, because uh, you are kinky. Yeah. <laughs> Oops.
3: Uh, okay, so this is where Amazon fucked them for a lot of reasons, oh. but this is where they really screwed up. So they put a commercial break in the middle of that joke, and then yeah. they kept playing commercials for five minutes straight. So we didn't actually see what happened in that exact moment. So if you could explain it to us. Oh, wait, which moment? That would be amazing.
2: The like, Kiki Little Critters thing?
1: Yeah, it didn't. Because when it comes back from that commercial break, we just see them on the couch, awkward distance apart, talking about like, Tony like gets really sheepish and also way too vulnerable for being the literal like last minute of the episode. Like He's like, hey, uh, so, uh, did you dream last night? It sucks. What
3: when they were watching the movie he looked genuinely scared. Like it looked like Tony Danza <laughs> was being shown terrifying imagery yeah. like from like A Clockwork Orange yeah, they were or something playing, like <laughs> the
1: looked... exorcist on the set. And then like Tony's response to that, she's like no I didn't dream. He's like no I don't dream. I don't dream. Like Tony doesn't dream, man. Like it's so It it's just like a it's a weirdly loaded question to happen at the end of the episode. Uh and then they both have this weird laugh and they keep laughing and then the camera zooms in on the fireplace
2: and the episode ends. And I I don't know what Is that supposed to be like a sweet like a like a, a sweet thing. You know, like a sweet sort of gravitas moment, a sort of a pathos moment, like like ah uh, you, you lovable loser. I know yeah. you're scared. Or I think, was yeah. there something in the fire? Did something cackle out of the fire? Yeah. Was
1: the, I think Mona's in the, the fire like, watching them back. like
2: the clown from It.
1: <laughs> watching like Pennywise. It, it was
3: one of two things, right? It was one of two things. Either it was a reference to the scary movie.
1: Yes. Or oh, yeah, it
3: was, uh, it, you know, touching the lumps, <laughs> let's say. <laughs> and imagining certain things about those lumps. She's lump.
1: <laughs> but... Anyway, are y'all ready for some must-have facts about this episode? Yes, I must-have facts. You must.
3: I've never been more ready for anything in my life.
1: <laughs> okay, Mona. Um...
0: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash acast.
1: So, the ratings for this episode, uh, I don't have it for the episode, but for the season... Fifteen point eight million people watched it on average for the season, and it was ranked number thirty-one of the season. So not—that's so low. Yeah, like not a not as huge of a hit. I mean, there's only like yeah. fifty TV shows on at this time. So I know
3: fifteen million though right now would be you're like the biggest amazing. show on television, Emmy award winning River of oh, yeah it's money,
1: just... cash, cash, cash.
2: All the but, all those muscles, I guess.
3: But what is
1: weird is, like, this was a sweep, sweep episode, um, and so it was number seven for the week. So maybe this the was Betty White gave it a boost. It must have been Betty White on an all-new... Yeah. Who's the boss? Betty White coming on Who's the Boss, number seven for the week. The top five shows on TV in the 84 to 85 season? Is that... Yeah, 84 to 85 yeah. season. Uh, were number five, Family Ties. Number four, 60 Minutes. Number three, The Cosby Show to dallas and
2: number one dynasty what an era for television wow yeah it's a, How many if, of those have you covered for must have seen tv
1: i've done family ties and that's it because can't do yeah. dallas and dynasty because they're not sitcoms can't do 60 minutes because it's a new show and you can't you do the cosby do 60 show minutes. because bill cosby is a serial rapist
2: Wait what? <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, well, Anna. Sorry, we have to break this news to you. I know you're sitting in front of a giant Cosby shrine right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
3: no. I've never used the internet, and I don't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or phones, or talk I don't to get people. any
3: news from anybody ever because I don't yeah. have Instagram. I don't. Right. I don't
1: like to gossip, but I hear. <laughs>
3: I don't like to gossip.
1: <laughs> yeah, like all of Cosby's uh, content is banned from this podcast, unless I can get a. Cosby super fan that also 100 percent acknowledges that he is a monster because that is an interesting conversation I like to have with someone that did grow yeah. up loving him and then had to reconcile On a very with it.
2: Special must have seen yeah. TV,
1: but I don't want to talk to someone that
2: loves Cosby and is just like
0: he
1: didn't yeah. do it. Like you I need a, think so. yeah, I
2: think you need a TV historian yeah. to properly frame that conversation. I don't want to wait into that. Uh, who's the boss? Definitely not uh, up there in the top five. No, not problematic not, either. Not at all. It's, but this show, I feel like this show kind of skated by by being like, not a, not a, not the biggest hit. Yeah. But it was just. Not the worst thing on TV. And it's easy to follow. A nice
1: solid thing. I also always confuse it with Charles in Charge because same.
2: Same. Same (laughs) thing, (laughs) I think. Yeah. Except maybe he had younger siblings that he brought with him. Well, so Scott, Bi- uh, Scott Bile, Scott
1: Bile, Scott Bile's all thying. Uh <laughs> The Charles in Charge thing, like, it was on a network, and then it was... The Charles in Charge. Charles. The Charles. Charles in
3: Charge.
1: The Charles in Charge. It was on a network, then it got canceled. And then it was renewed, uh, and picked up a syndication years later, and, like, at that point, That's they weird. didn't... The original family didn't come back, but they used the same set, and they just explained it that, like... The family moved out of the house. Charles just stayed in the basement, and then new people moved in and just <laughs> got him. <laughs> the wait, 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 of wait, wait, wait. To be in, the in house.
3: syndication at the time, you had to have logged hundred episodes. Right? It yeah. was
1: going in first run syndication.
3: What does that mean?
1: It's like what Baywatch was. It's like yeah,
2: they, or like, like the you, Tyler Perry sitcom,
1: and also like Mama's Family, like. They like production companies like we are making this show, and instead of just being on a network that is carried everywhere, they have to then go literally station by station across the country and be like, "Do you want to air Mama's family?" and then they'll be like, "Yes, we'll air it at six thirty or eleven o'clock <laughs> like
2: or two thirty yeah
1: like star Trek next generation but so
3: you didn't you didn't have to have the full five seasons is what you're saying
1: well no uh if if you're going to go first run syndication, you didn't have to. And that was usually how, like, Mama's Family and Charles in Charge, like, came back. It was like, nowadays, how we have campaigns for streaming services to pick up canceled shows. Back then, it was like, well, can we just, the production company, go out on their own and just try and convince independent local stations to air this? And, you know, fingers crossed, enough guarantee uh, to air it that it, it it gets, like, national exposure. Um because, yeah, like it is possible. Not bad. Like Baywatch was like that. Star Trek Next Generation was like that. Deep Space Nine might have been like that.
2: I think so. Voyager was on Fleet UPN. Cleopatra 2025.
3: <laughs> the fact that these were syndicated helped them get more seasons.
1: Yeah, right? that's like, that's how Mama's Family and Charles in Charge got to 100 episodes, which, you know, then ensured that they could then be run in syndication alongside all the other heavy hitters forever. But it also meant that, like...
3: That explains a lot of shitty shows. I always yeah. assume, like, everything that I saw as a kid must have been really popular, you know, because it no. had such staying power. I don't well, know. I mean, like, hey, it made uh, it to
1: TV. I mean, we know yeah, it's hard it's to make it to TV. T- made
2: it. So, Brett, <sighs> so... Did what is your memory of this show? Did you watch? You didn't watch it at all. No, at all. You said you didn't watch it at all. At all. No. Uh,
1: it was like I was always at the whim of what my parents watched. I would watch Nick at Night on my own, but then
2: like if they did not watch a show in prime time, then I didn't watch it. Okay. Uh, like, did you not have any interest in watching this show either?
1: No, I don't. I just don't think. I honestly don't think it came on in syndication at any time where I would run across it. Uh, okay. I remember watching Golden Girls all the time in syndication. And Nick at Night. Home Improvement was on a syndication a bunch, but I also watched that at first run. Actually, yeah, it's it's weird. I don't know why. I also never watched Cheers as a kid because my parents didn't watch it.
2: Yeah, well, I can, yeah, I understand never
1: that. Never watched Newhart as a kid because my parents didn't watch it. This, sounds, this is turning into a Jeff Fox where they were teen. My parents didn't watch it. <laughs>
2: They didn't watch 60 Minutes.
3: (laughs) We
1: watched 2020 and TGIF. That's what I was
3: like. That with PBS, I had no idea about Sesame Street, which is no, I don't know. I did watch,
1: I watched Sesame Street, but I did not watch other PBS. Like people have Carmen Sandiego nostalgia, and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about.
3: Carmen Sandiego and the Muppet Show was the Muppet Show on PBS or something. No, that
1: reran on Nickelodeon. It may be in syndication. Mm-hmm. Um, so the ABC Tuesday night lineup that this aired as part of was Okay, Three's a Crowd, followed by Who's the Boss, oh, okay. followed by followed by McGruder and Loud and then closing out the night, Call to Glory. So of I don't those know any, those last two I don't know anything about. Of Macgruder those, and I was like, What the fuck is McGruder and Loud? And it just sounds like a Will Forte. <laughs> like uh-huh. sketch.
3: Yeah. What and, is Three's a Crowd? I don't
1: oh, know. Oh, Three's
2: a Crowd is- Oh, Three, was that the, the Three's Company? Th- yes. After Three's Company, Jack uh, moves out, w- it gets married, starts a restaurant, and I think Mr. Roper is still there, but it's like, I think they tried to like make the wackiness of that show continue, but it's like, but it's not living- in with two women and pretending he's homosexual anymore, yeah. so it doesn't really work, and yeah. then, but this show, Who's the Boss gave me that same sort of threes Company vibe of that, you know, like the entendres that people overhear and think that it's sex, and then getting caught as if you're tr- actually having sex when you're not. Yeah.
3: Wait, there was no word play, was there? That, like, the, except for I love the whipped lumps. cream? I lo-
2: the whipped cream thing. Yeah.
3: That's not a word, word play I guess.
2: I mean, okay, I so. For lack no, of a direct. better description. <laughs> this makes but, sense.
1: So the reason.
2: To,
1: yeah. So, like, the reason why. So, like, Who's the Boss was bad in the ratings because it had Threes a Crowd as a lead in. And, yeah. you know, like, Oof. no one. Like, that show was canceled after a season. This is bad. So, Who's the Boss season two, that lineup is. They moved Who's the Boss to start off the night, and it immediately shot to number 10 in the ratings, followed by. Growing pains and then moonlighting.
2: Ooh. So like,
1: Ooh. who's the boss? You can settle like in a
2: big, a big. Thing. You can settle into ABC on Tuesday night for, with that. Ooh. That's a
1: and just stick around.
2: Stick but, around. because so, moonlighting's on at eight.
1: So Magruder and Loud <laughs> was an hour-long <laughs> cop drama. What uh, about? Two cops, last name Magruder and Loud, who they're a man and a woman, and they were married, but their uh, police precinct had a strict no fraternization rule, so they couldn't let the police chief know they were married and they took this so like the characters Magruder and And Loud they were so committed to the bit that they even lived in separate apartments next door and there was like a trap door that Magruder or Loud could walk through to get to the other one's apartment. And this was okay. a this was an hour long uh-huh. drama.
3: Okay, what, uh, a drama. Yes.
2: Like, Aaron spelling. Real, why? Why is it that the culture <laughs> was so against people having sex? sex? Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, this is. Uh, but I, I would say in both of these situations, it's like a workplace like harassment thing, right? Like Tony is Angela's. Employee, two cops shouldn't fraternize, but <laughs> they are already married. They should have known yeah. that when they got hired as cops. Well, oh, but they
2: yeah. don't have the same it, last name. Is it fraternizing if you're married? I don't know. Uh, I
3: I don't know. It doesn't fraternizing mean brotherly. I I, I don't understand yeah, your language.
2: Yeah, that's it what, means that's the, what the, the, the men cops can't date.
1: Man, cops can't date.
2: Yeah, so McGrudder and Loud did not last long. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, Aaron Spelling, man.
1: Tanked it. And um, hey, what on, was this show after? Uh, Call to Glory? Call to Glory TV show. Come on. Uh, I looked it up earlier. It's also another drama. It's American yeah. drama. The show focuses on USAF pilot Colonel Rainer Sarnak, <laughs> Craig T. Nelson. <laughs> And his family living near Edwards Air Force Base, uh, where Sarnak was stationed during the early 1960s. Cool. Um, okay. it lasted one season. Air Force drama. But oh, and Elizabeth with, Shue was on it with Coach and Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. But um, yeah, if that had lasted longer, we wouldn't have gotten Coach. So you know, take some, lose some. Facts of life. Uh, On IMDb, forty-six users rated this episode of Who's the Boss a seven point seven. Would you say that's accurate? Higher? Lower? What do you think? That's
2: yeah, it's fair. I mean, good for those forty-six people for (laughs) logging Logging into IMDb to remember that password. Wait, what
3: was the number? You glitched out. Uh, Seven point seven. Okay. Uh, Compared to what? (laughs) Out of (laughs) ten.
2: Compared to all of television. Like ten is the <laughs>
3: of all time. Ten is the moon landing. <laughs>
2: yeah, compared to yeah, ten is the moon landing. Although moon landing, like good ending, kind of peters Wait, out.
3: The moon landing was highly rated, but not like for quality.
2: <laughs> uh, I would love to read. Let's the get
3: cr- our metrics clear.
2: The but I mean, it was a te- it's a television event, and whether how they recorded it is not. The thing we all just came together. Well, what if I told
1: you that this episode of Who's the
2: Boss was taped on the moon? (laughs) No, Who's the Boss was taped on the same set as the Moon Landing Studios. (laughs) Oh god! Uh, Yeah, just like the Moon (laughs) Landing. Sunset Our Studios is not too far away from where where we live. It is. It's kind of weird to see that on all like this trivia stuff of like. Everything that you like, almost everything is filmed <laughs> like two blocks away from where we live. Oh, jeez. Uh, Underneath the net. Have you building.
3: ever seen the movie Interstellar? No. I just made uh, Bose watch it for the first time, second time for me. And I forgot that uh, one of the premises of the movie is that uh, nobody believes the moon landing was real. Oh, God. What? It's the future. It's the future. Uh the dust uh the there's another dust bowl, another depression because of like a blight yeah. that's uh destroyed all like edible vegetation. And so people get really dumb really fast because nobody goes to school anymore because everybody's a farmer. Um, so even the teachers don't believe in the moonland. <laughs> oh
1: god. I mean, we're headed there. Hey. So who would you say had the must? See performance in this episode
2: uh so I don't know whether what the thing about Tony Danza is he's Tony, you know what I mean? Yeah, and he's, like he's tony actors actors study really hard <laughs> to be that themselves or that present and not look like they're acting, but at the same time, he doesn't come across... He's not like a great actor, but at the same time, there's something about him, you know what I mean? It's all natural. He's all... Yeah. N- it, big natural. And it's a... <laughs> he's a... <laughs> that big natural performance is stands <laughs> Like, it's such a... It's such a foil to Judith Light, who is this very polished theater actor, and they... But they just have an energy that works together Mm -hmm. for some reason. I think that's something I actually miss about eighties television is sort of like unsuited actors being in sitcoms.
1: And now it's all just influencers, right?
2: Yeah, but they don't do sitcoms. They just do like show. It's just bigger versions of their their Instagrams. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck it.
1: I I mean I would give it to Mona. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, post you know.
3: goes first.
1: Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, who do you like?
3: I also was gonna pick Mona. I was just Boom uh... boom. <laughs> yeah, I mean I it was the only believable performance um for me.
1: The kids are kids.
3: The kids are kids. They're not actors yet. They're just. They didn't have
1: anything to do in this episode either. I'm sure Alyssa Milano has some like great moments in you know season five, six. She's in high school. I should probably watch those seasons
3: when she's older and she's had coaching and they write her stories. Like yeah, sure. Judith Light seemed okay, but it really did seem like a theater actor trying to play to TV.
1: Yeah, I wish that they didn't just like I think only season 1 is on Prime and I would like to watch later seasons because watching an episode from a season 1 of any show is always a roll of dice because you're watching a season where they haven't figured it out most likely and I think they have figured out that Judith Light and Tony Danza have chemistry and that putting them in bed together is fun (laughs) but we we need more of like background we need them to like get used to it and like you know flexing those muscles um Betty White's always great. Do you
3: but. have Betty White? I don't know. I hated I hated it. It she didn't her character made no sense, right? No, her
1: character made no so, sense. I mean, yeah. That character in a lesser performer would be
2: <laughs> really like yeah. nothing. Garbage. I to me maybe it's like living in 2020 but I is already primed to feel like oh they're gonna shoehorn in some Betty White stuff you know what I mean like she never really it's never never feels organic when she shows up it's always like okay and now she's gonna say some nasty stuff and it's kind of funny cuz she seems like a nice old lady but she's not she's an actress.
1: Yeah, I don't like the um the memification of Betty White is a uh yeah. it's a bad thing about Facebook cuz she's one of the greatest actors of all time. If you just watch Mary Tyler and Golden Girls back to back, you'll just see like oh geez, yeah. she just has such incredible range at being so funny in so many different ways. And this show, right. this episode doesn't really capture that. I said, like, she feels like she's Sue Ann from Mary Tullamore, but just with, like, not as good of zingers. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, she's giving a 10 performance with five material.
3: You would think someone of that caliber would have, um, you know, like, the ability to, like, bring on her own writer.
1: Yeah, like, polish you know, up.
3: punch up. Po- you yeah, know, punch up the script, polish this turd, <laughs> um, for me, please. Like, I am fucking Betty White. How dare you present me with this trash? Like, Dribble. I need to be
1: kicking it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so I'm disappointed in her, not because she's not amazing, but because she should have known better. <laughs> that, well, I mean, that at to at this take point, this job and not. I think at and this point, her show down. is.
1: I think at this point, when Golden Girls pilot, oh, get this timeline right. This is February '85. The Golden Girls pilot is in. The fu- so at this point, her show is canceled and she does not have a show and she doesn't have Golden Girls yet.
3: Right. Oh, so no. that is
2: why so she's, she's oh, taking yeah. whatever death. gig they that's can
3: handle. She's worried she'll never work again because yeah. that was a real possibility for women that age. Up because up until Ma-
1: Mama's family ended in uh, Mama's family ended initially in April 84. And then she got Golden Girls in fall eighty five. So this is hit hitting like in the one year where she's like, I don't have a job. Oh my God. So of course she's like, Bobby Barnes, yes, make this recurring, please. <laughs> like
2: Or is that back when like is that back when like huh. T V producers were like, uh, yeah, just just get Betty White or whoever else is in the Rolodex. There's there's 16 actors we can...
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know. that's how she got on Mary Taylor Moore is, like, Betty White was already a superstar in, like, the early 70s. And they are like, do you think we can get Betty White for this? And she was like, yeah, sure. And they are like, do you want to keep coming back? <laughs> and she was like, Yes. I love doing yeah. this. Please keep writing you more. So, like, they were yeah. already intimidated by her because she was already like a legend in the early
2: '70s. It's insane. Yeah. She's um, the
3: Paul F. Tompkins of television in yeah. 1985. <laughs> yes, yes.
2: <laughs> she kept showing up on everybody else's.
3: She has. Uh, she's TV like, show. I have my own headset.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm doing. God,
1: uh, must other people see this episode of television? I mean, what else uh, are you doing during the quarantine?
2: Yeah. I mean, if you're if you're so starved for entertainment that you got to dip back into who's the boss, then maybe you got other issues to deal well, with. Was this but...
1: was this, um, a comforting escape from the hell of April 2020?
2: It uh... was a peer into a alternate world. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It was like. This is, their values are different, their (laughs) clothes are different, their faces are different. I don't, I can't relate to this in any way. I don't (laughs) employ anybody, they don't live in my house, TV isn't coming to my house. Like, it's all just so, it's so old-fashioned that maybe all of that was a nice escape. Yeah. But I think there's other shows for that. (laughs)
1: Oh, I mean, like it, must other people see this episode? They're also probably, I uh, so like if you are a Betty White completist, definitely watch it. Um, <laughs> you know, it's a fun little romp. I am sure there's also really good episodes of Who's the Boss that I I need to. You know, this is a, it's a blind spot of my TV history. How I come would you say chose if, this this is, one? if this is if this requested,
3: you know, an exemplary episode, skip the series altogether. Because there's definitely shows that I've watched as an adult from childhood,
1: yep, no no, I was hearing you. There are shows you watched,
2: yeah, we were listening to you, oh,
1: oh I just said you said, um, there was shows that you watched as a child that
3: yeah, like i i I've been bringing up the nanny a lot, but, yeah. it's a great show. Cheers is untouchable. Uh, Friends is untouchable. Seinfeld slays. Like we, like anytime Boz and I watch like a clip, it's just like, oh, this is better than anything on television right now. Yeah. And it just feels like sitcoms from the 80s just suck.
2: There is like a- you, yeah.
3: 60s, Seinfeld slaps. sixties. Seinfeld slaps. <laughs> 60s, 70s, there's classics, right? There's yeah. I Love Lucy- there's Taxi, there's Dick MASH, Van Dye, or whatever. Mary or Dick Like Van There's Dye. a lot
1: of great great shit.
3: And then the 80s just blew. And I don't know why.
1: No, I agree. I think so cocaine. like cocaine. <laughs> the 80s has Golden Girls, Cheers, and Night Court. And I think that those are the only because it becomes An elf. An elf, of course. Um, the 80s become just like the onslaught of family. It's like everything is a family sitcom. There are just kids all over primetime. Uh, and they're all teaching lessons. And like I noted this in an episode that I did at some point. I've done so many now. Uh, Family Ties is a drama. It's a half hour drama. Like they do serious yeah. shit in there. And there are no jokes at the end of the episodes. Yeah. Whereas if you watch. Like, All in the Family or Mary Tyler Moore, the 70s ones that also, like, tackled issues, they were still funny. Like, they still knew we're a comedy. Yeah.
3: Who do we blame? Do we blame McCarthy? Do we blame Reagan? (laughs)
2: Reagan, right? (laughs) Andrew McCarthy?
3: Uh, Yes. (laughs) Yes, Andrew. Andrew Ridgely. Like, it feels like Cold War, right? Like, the best thing about the 80s, and this is questionable were like the satirical takes on high school bullies, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah. The cult, the culture was boring. It was all yeah. it was the 50s but not.
1: Yeah, it was the
2: 50s with Pepsi, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: It <laughs> was the weird... 50s with bad air.
2: Yeah. It was morning in America. Oh god. Yeah, it was a weird time.
1: It isn't until like Murphy Brown comes around in the late 80s that it really like Murphy Brown and Roseanne happened in the late 80s, so maybe like the same year, and they, like, really... They kicked down that... They, like, knocked down that gross, um, sweet veneer over everything. They really dirty it up. Jazz hands.
2: Married with Children, too.
1: Oh, yeah, Married with Children is going on in, like, the mid-80s, but that's also, like, a direct like
2: reaction to who's the boss bait like these kind of shows oh yeah yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Fox had to do something yeah. and it would it had it to be like this is all gross and nasty it's slime
1: like, everywhere slime
2: like the Simpsons, the Simpsons and the Bundys they're the Bundys <laughs> like they're, they're, yeah, they're despicable called. families <laughs> but, but it was
3: 87 you know like late <laughs> 80s they're like we're tired yeah. of this we are
2: tired of this <laughs>
3: that's also when Cheers comes in right like
1: no Cheers is 83 Cheers has already really? been on for two, like two years at this point. No, but it wasn't. It was the lowest rated show on television the very first season, and then it, oh wow, like, took up. Yeah,
3: it just felt so ahead of its time. I, I could not imagine it. It, it started that it's, early.
1: It is this like oasis of adult smart, uh, character driven writing in a yeah. sea of children. Just so many families. <laughs>
3: Well, uh, then I do yeah. have to like temper my previous comment. If Cheers is eighty two, then the eighties didn't completely suck.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, like it's <laughs> Golden Girls, Cheers, and Night Court are like are the yeah. one, and also Night Court is ridiculously preachy, but it is also left field bonkers. So like it it walks these two lines, yeah,
2: because oh. they're all kind of goop. But well, speaking of families, how much have you kind of dipped into the Brady Bunch on this oh. show? Oh, I've done
1: one or two episodes. It's and okay. I've watched a I know, I know the Brady Bunch, and that shit is
2: great. <laughs> I mean, that's the '80s follows the Brady Bunch strain, right? That's sort of what I was thinking. Yeah. Is maybe that's the first time, like the Brady Bunch and the Partridge Family, is like, oh, you can get a teen if you can get a teen actor. Like, you can maybe make a, like, bank. Yeah, there's a whole
1: other market to be made with, like, trading cards and, like, magazines and appearances. Like, you can really get an audience if you have, like, teens that teens like. It also might be that Brady Bunch entered syndication in the early 80s and it, like, became this really big draw. Because Brady Bunch wasn't a big hit when it was on, but it became a huge hit in syndication. So I wonder if I would love to know if that's why if it became huge in the 80s through syndication and new people were like, it's like the Brady Bunch, but uh, he's Italian and he's a maid like. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do think There's there is a
2: big sort of.
1: Though I was, I was, yeah. was going to say there, there is more of an adult edge to who's the boss and it all comes through like Mona, Angela and Tony are a little bit more adult. But it also might be because yeah. we're watching an early season where the two kids are not old enough to have personalities, really.
3: I love that you're yeah. like, you know, the adults are really adult, and the kids, they're kids.
1: <laughs> they're kids. They're
3: children. <laughs> I, which, Such I as mean, TV.
1: Such as TV. Like,
3: there's, there's plenty of shows, obviously, where the kid is the smartest person in the room, so that's- Yeah,
1: family guy. You
3: know. I mean, live action, there's gotta be. Like, even- yeah. I know, I keep saying the nanny, Malcolm but- like, Malcolm Those two kids are, like, private school educated and know everything, and, you know, like, whatever. and Yeah uh malcolm in the middle uh what's another one <laughs> i'm sure modern family even though i don't watch that show yeah seems manny on like modern something. family
1: yeah yeah uh well you know what we 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 figure out who the boss was uh reagan abc <laughs> reagan a- abc <laughs> and reagan <laughs> uh where can people find y'all on the internet to
2: talk about who's the boss oh, and ronald reaganomics Oh, definitely get a hold of me on Twitter at Adam Bozarth. I definitely you definitely should at me about everything I said in this episode about <laughs> who's the boss. I really want to continue the conversation at Twitter. <laughs> the conversation continues online. <laughs> yeah, slide on <in> my DMs. <laughs> Talk about Tony.
3: I I've given up on everything in the last couple of years. Uh so. yeah. You Quarantine's can
1: find coming at the right th- the
3: right time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. You can find me at our sketch group at Left Handed Radio on Instagram.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: It's the only place you can find me. I'm private everywhere. Go fuck yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> if you want more of this, call me. If you don't have my number, yeah. you're out of luck. Don't don't,
1: if if they don't look for paying it. Paying your bills, pay
2: them bitches. No mind. Yeah. If yeah, you exactly. want me to, if but- you
3: want me to appear on your. Anything, call my goddamn agents. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, go, go listen to Left Handed Radio at lefthandedradio.com. Co- it's still there. It is still there? Yeah. Binge it. it what else you got It do? will
3: survive us all. It is the cockroach Binge yeah, podcast. Yeah, it is
2: the cockroach podcast.
1: <laughs> the cloud shall never burst.
3: Hashtag roaches on my sub Oh I love that one I <laughs> <name.
1: laughs> It's a on good me. one uh, It's a good one And that does it for this episode of Must Have Scene TV Thanks again to my guests Adam Bozarth and Anna Romanova for dropping by and talking Thank about you, who's bro. the boss with me next time I'll be discussing the father knows best episode Metal for Margaret which is in season 4 it is episode 28 and you can stream Metal for Margaret on prime video probably with commercials who knows Until then, follow Must Have Seen TV on Twitter and Instagram, and let's talk about sitcoms. And, as I keep saying, if you want to watch live streams of classic sitcoms, get your email address to me somehow, and I will email you when I'm doing them, because I can't make that Zoom link public, because tweens will then crash it and draw dicks all over the screen. That is what they do, because teens are the worst. If you like what we have heard, rate and view the show in Apple Podcasts, and if you want me to talk about a specific episode... Mention it in that review, that five-star review. I have two one-star reviews, and I don't know what their problem was. Probably how much I curse and how liberal I am. I don't know. That's what I assume.
2: Did they mention
1: that No, the they didn't actually write reviews. They just made them one-star, but whatever. Ugh. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at, at Bret White, Read the words that I write at Desire.com. Thanks to ACAST for hosting the podcast. Thanks to all y'all for listening. I'll see you next time, just probably in two days. I must have seen TV.